I'm Rachel. Oh, and I'm Shelly. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of and dicks <laughs> come on that's actually not bad i can still keep on going I could have kept going if I hadn't laughed. <laughs> That's your fault. I didn't even hear you. I just overtook. I was having so much fun listening to myself. As you, as you do. Uh-huh. How's it going? It's all right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, right? Mm. Uh, what can I, what's happening in my life? Nothing. I busted my ass for two days to try to finish something that won't be done or due till the new year now because... It's almost Christmas and nothing happens during Christmas week. Well, that just means you can like totally half-ass it now. Great. Good thing nobody I work with listens to Mm. this podcast. There you go. (laughs) How about you? I I had the flu. Yeah, that's. I was I was a sweaty ball of like I had the headaches. I had the chills. I had like just in pain. I couldn't move. I couldn't even like light hurt my eyes I was a disaster like an absolute disaster and I was just constantly like I would have two showers a day just trying not to pass out in the shower but trying to feel kind of clean mm-hmm. and then my mouth has like a whole bunch of cankers in it because it kicked up my Crohn's and my immune system oh it's, it's just like I am a mess of a human being right now it's gross oh it was so gross like the flu yeah. in this book there's this yeah that Spanish the flu. Spanish flu <laughs> now, when I was reading it I was like oh how apt yeah <laughs> This is great. Well, I guess you can feel a little better that you don't have the Spanish flu. Oh, I guess so. Right? So, yeah. How, so, otherwise, you're you're all right. Everything's good. doing okay. We have some people coming to stay with us next week. Our first house guests, actually. Oh. Yeah. So, I'm sorry I couldn't be that person. Yeah, but you know, I'm a you're terrible always, person. That's why. You're a terrible friend. You always have a place here. You just have to show up. You don't have to tell me you're coming. <laughs> mm. Because I don't feel like I need to clean the house for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true, friendship. As right? long as you always have wine, I don't care. <laughs> and we do. We do have wine. Perfect. Um, so that'll be fun. But it's, yeah, a lot of cleaning to make sure, like, the house looks good. And because, you know, we live in filth, the two of us are. <laughs> That's not true. We're not dirty. We're just kind it's of... like you're, you're hoarders. You're stepping <laughs> yeah. over dead cats. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that one's still alive. <laughs> but like, we have to go... We have to buy curtains because the room that they're, they're staying in, we don't have curtains in that room because it's like normally just... You know, to be fair though, you know, sometimes you need a house guest to really put your shit in order. <laughs> it's true. And so this has helped. <laughs> it's yeah. helped us get our shit together. Yeah, because I started airbnb the extra room in this house. Yeah. And it has, it, it worked. It really forced my ass to really get in gear and like finish stuff. That I right. finish. <laughs> Made a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. I'm, I'm excited. Looking forward to spending time with them. So. Okay. Yeah, that's that. That's all. That's all mm-hmm. I got. You're staying around Ottawa for the holidays then? Yeah, I'm not even taking any time off, actually. So it's it'll be really quiet at the office. 
mm-hmm. uh, right around, like right after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be interesting. Bit of a ghost mm-hmm. town. Yeah, be fun. Well, that's all right. Yeah, I get some reading done. Oh my god. God, <laughs> Jesus. This was a slog. So I picked this book. It's Storm by Shelley Thrasher. Hey, Shelley, great name. Yeah. So uh, Storm, I was thinking, and then I was reading the synopsis and I was like, oh, it's like a lesbian romance. And we haven't had that. No, we haven't done that. So, so I was like, it was, it takes place after or kind of at the end of World War Two. World War One. Or well, sorry, World War One. <laughs> Whatever. It's all the same. It's all the same stuff. Yeah, right? sure. Um, <laughs> Kaisers, Hitlers, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just checking all the boxes. It's a period we haven't read before. It's a genre we haven't read before. She's got a great name. Mm-hmm. Like, why not? And it's got, like, a storm. Like, what? come on, that's a good title. I mean, as much as they're back in Texas for this, like, whatever. It gets stormy but... in Texas. But mm-hmm. there's, yeah, the storm, the titular storm is something that happened way back in the past, in these characters' um, past. So unless, oh. No, unless you're talking about the piece of music she writes later. Yeah, but even then, that's like, I think it, it gets mentioned twice in passing, and that's yes. it. Yes, agreed. <laughs> okay, so, so should, I synop- should I read the synopsis? Please. Okay. Let's just get this shit over with. <laughs> Jacqueline, Jack, Bergeron, a newer lenient suffragist free thinker, drove an ambulance on the battlefields of Europe during the Great War. She returns home to find herself isolated in rural Texas, keeping house for her two, for, sorry, for her war hero husband as she awaits his promise to divorce her and plans her escape. But then she meets Molly. Molly Russell lives for her music, which sustains her as she cares for her son and husband and suffers her mother-in-law. When she meets Jack, a world she never imagined opens to her, a world entirely out of reach. With the storm of war still raging in Europe and other battles to be fought at home, can two women bound by the land and family ties find the freedom to love and build a life together? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, they really can't. (laughs) (laughs) So... We always complain, week after week, book after book, that the authors just drag out the story. Yep. And I think we've reached the... Lowest. The the, the nadir, exactly. The slowest lowest. lowest. You want to talk about dragging shit out. Nothing happens from beginning to end. (laughs) She arrives in town, so, like, she, first of all, she ends up, like, and, so she accidentally, well, she doesn't accidentally, a guy tries to sexually assault her in one of the camps in, uh, during, like, in in Europe during the war, and she just nails him in the head, takes him in the temple, doesn't intend to kill him, but kills him, and then just kind of like, well, that's that, let's uh, go, let's go home, (laughs) so... She goes home to meet her husband, who she's only... No, no, she just goes home, and then he shows up, and she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I got shot down. I'm now recuperating. We have to drive... My eyes are screwed and my legs Yeah, we have to drive to East Texas from New Orleans uh, and take care of my ailing father, because my mother just died. And she's like, well, once we do this, we're getting an annulment, because... I like women. I'm into chicks. And, and he's this, like, okay, I'll and he's like, you. yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm pretty sure the power of my dick can 
change your mind. Change your mind, but it, it can't. <laughs> it didn't the first time. It's not going to. Well, there yeah, won't be a second or third time. So, and and then she, so she goes home or to his home anyway and meets her his dad, which he seems like a nice guy, Angus. Nice but, enough. Like he's really not in the book. No, and that's probably the only reason why his character isn't an asshole. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> while she's in Texas, she meets this woman Molly, who's like down the road a ways, um, and Molly is jack is like in her i think mid 20s and molly's a few years old so molly must be like a late 20s yeah i think she's almost 30 maybe early 30s but she's married to a guy who's like in his 40s or 50s he refers to her as his child bride i know so So there's a big age difference between molly and her husband Mm -hmm. and her husband is like even though he's a grown-ass man well into middle age he's a total mama's boy yeah and they all live together on the farm. And, and his mother, Mrs. Russell, is like a total cunt. Oh, my God. She is the worst. Yeah. And I have to say, she does a good job in writing this terrible person. Oh, I, yeah. I really hated this character. Yeah. And I mean, you're supposed to hate her. But she's like, there, there are opportunities for redemption for that character. Yeah. And then she never takes it. She just, it just gets worse and worse mm-hmm. to the point where you're like it's almost like she's a caricature yeah no, and it's, it's like, like a molly little too much. why there's do no you di- stay there's no, there's no dimension to mrs russell yeah well there really isn't it like everyone's pretty one note mm-hmm. um but yeah you gotta wonder it's like why does molly put up with this shit well because she's portrayed as being weak and stupid and so on well but she's not because like she sort of She's not that weak. If she were, she's meek, maybe, but she has some kind of strength because she still, she insists on keeping up with her music, even though Mrs. Russell makes a point uh, of telling her how stupid she thinks it is. Mm -hmm. And then when Jack comes to town, Molly, like, gains all kind of empowerment. But at the same time, it's like, you need to start standing up for yourself around this woman. Like, you have to stop taking her shit. And she might actually respect you a little bit more. Well, so, I mean, here's the thing. is, is like, this woman likes no one. She's hung up on her dead husband, and yeah. no one can replace him. And she wants her son to basically take over the farm. And that's it. That's all she wants. But she doesn't even seem to like her son all that much. No, Because really. he's lazy, too. Mm-hmm. Nobody says, nobody's ever good enough for her. No. Maybe and... the dead children. Because they're not around to disappoint her like her living yeah. children are. No, that, that, that pretty much sums <laughs> it up. So, so essentially, Jack lives down the road and, you know, she knows that she's immediately attracted to Molly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then is like, must resist because I had my heart broken in Europe because she liked chicken Europe. And she said, hey, I love you. And the chick's like, that's nice, but you're a sweetheart. But I don't really love you back. See you later. It's <laughs> like, okay, like uh, I can see how that'd be devastating, but not a reason to just give up on love because he got rejected that one time. Also, she carries around this tremendous guilt for killing her would-be rapist. And it's like, you gotta let that one go, honey. And she's she's portrayed as being someone strong, but she's really not. Well, she's like really fucking indecisive all the time. Uh-huh. Um, 
And then later on, towards the end of the book, when more people die, she's like, it's all my fault. All the dead people in my life are my fault. It's like, whoa, you're, you think pretty highly of yourself. <laughs> all <laughs> like, right. Way to put yourself at the center of this universe. Jesus. So her, yeah, so she, as a kid, there was a, a, a hurricane. <laughs> There's a hurricane. She was an impetuous child, ran out after a dog. A puppy. Yeah, a puppy. And then her, her grandfather went to go get her comes back and her grandfather got hit by a tree when she didn't. And that's, and then she was told that uh, in the heat of the moment that it was her fault. Yeah. Which it pretty much was. So she kind of carries that around with her for her whole life. Yeah. And it's not till the very end of the book when she like tells her mother, yeah, what she told me kind of fucked me up and her mother's like oh i i regret it like the moment i yeah, said I was it hoping, it's like why I didn't was you hoping. say anything yeah, nobody was... fucking talks to each other in this book mm-hmm. jesus christ and then so in the book basically nothing happens nothing happens uh, it's just Jacqueline, molly and jack point, hanging out eric, eric Jacqueline's husband gets hammered and fucking clocks her and almost kills her and she, well yeah she he hits her and she falls down the stairs yeah so she's all black and blue uh and she has a concussion and so she goes molly takes her home to her house where she cares for her and mrs russell she like stitches up her forehead and then she's like okay you know like you should be up and about and helping out you've been lying in bed for two days but like the woman is head like she is a walking bruise yeah it's like what the fuck is wrong with you lady yeah, no, it's it's. But again, bad. no one's not, no one's ever good enough. She's mm-hmm. the best. She put up with so much. She walked all the way from Georgia to Texas. And I'm surprised that Jack doesn't even portraying as like the the strong person of all the women doesn't isn't anything? doesn't have more of a confrontation with Mrs. Russell throughout the book. Seriously, like that's where I was like, at one point, why isn't she standing up for Molly, who she's in love with? Yeah, Basically being like you don't treat this fucking girl like this because I love her and you're a dick. Well, they have to keep it under wraps, right? Yeah, but still, even so, like, you don't treat my friend like that. <laughs> yeah, she puts up with all your shit every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so these two women, like, they fall in love with each other, but they don't talk about it. And then there's a moment where they kiss, and you're like, oh, finally some action. And nothing. And that doesn't go anywhere. And no. then, because the story takes place over the course of a fucking year, everything is so slow and drawn out. So it's like they kiss, and then they don't talk to each other for a month. It's like, come on! I know. <laughs> three days. You wait three days. <laughs> like, maybe an old-timey life, back. because they didn't have the internet or anything. Like, they just, like, they would drag things out. I don't no, know. No, they have a telephone. They're call- They talk to each other every day on the goddamn phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and just, I guess the most frustrating part of this book is when people finally decide they make up their mind about something, they immediately second guess themselves about that decision. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, well, so, (laughs) so basically nothing happens in this book. Jack recovers from getting her clock cleaned. Eric then cleans him. So. Eric goes over to reclaim his wife and he gets a James, stern talking to by Mr. James. James. Yeah. And then James, Mr. James sends him on his merry way until Jack is feeling better. And then Eric feels badly about it. So he does stop drinking and he cleans himself up. Okay, <laughs> so, great. <laughs> great. No more conflict there. So then you, but there wasn't a con. It happened off page. Any conflict that might exist in this book is 
quashed oh. or it happens off page, except for at the end where it gets when you have a perfect opportunity for some really good conflict, it yeah, is one paragraph that's two sentences long. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's like, are you purposely trying to avoid as much conflict as possible? Because if so, you have succeeded. It's like the <laughs> passive aggressive author with their own writing. <laughs> yes. So I, so anyway, so let's just go over what nothing happens in this book and then we'll go to rip it to pieces. So essentially, because <laughs> it's not going to take a lot to sum up. So then there's a picnic. They kiss at the picnic. They don't talk for a month. And then finally everything's good because she finally calls her. And, you know, they kind of go back to this tentative, like, you know, like, oh, I really like well, they, you. Well, they, like, they start hanging out every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then... And then Molly uh, registers to vote. That's a big moment in the book. Yeah, yeah. so she registers to vote. So and they then... like they spend the day together in town, essentially, and both really enjoy just being together, yeah. doing this happy, kind of stuff. And it's fine. like, oh, could we be a little family? Could we live together somewhere like, yes. in town? It's like, yeah, you can. Yeah, you could. You could. Although a lot of people pretty pretty much probably wouldn't like the whole Lesbo vibe, but whatever. well, you'd have to get out of East Texas. Yeah. Maybe some move somewhere a little bit more cosmopolitan. Like Paris? <laughs> like Paris, exactly. <laughs> so essentially, uh, yeah, so essentially then the Spanish flu comes to town. Also Jack's fault, by the way. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> because Jack was warned by her aunt that the Spanish flu was around. Yes. Um, and then and it's then... entirely her fault that yeah. Eric and Angus fucked off to Dallas to... I guess Eric wanted to re-enlist and Angus was going just to like take a road trip. Yeah, I guess so. And then then, they come back with the flu and it's like... And they give it to Molly and Patrick who just happened to be at the house at the time anyway. Exactly. And it spreads around town and a bunch of people die. And again, Jack is like, it's all my fault. It's my fault. They got sick. I'm like, no, it isn't. Yeah. So Eric, Eric, (laughs) so Eric and Angus die. Yeah. That was sad. Molly and Patrick get Get very sick. sick. Molly's James, husband dies. Yeah, James. Yeah, James dies. So it's convenient. They're both kind of free now. Yeah, and then except for Mrs. Russell, who then starts reading Jacqueline's mail when Jacqueline decides to go home and resolve things with her mother. Well, her father's sick, so yeah, she goes enough. back to so, New Orleans. Yeah, and she sent and yeah, Mrs. Russell starts reading the mail and not telling Molly that she's writing and calling. Hmm. So the two of them because are, Mrs. Russell figures out that she's a she's a she's a sapphist. Yeah, that's right. Well, they know that's the term, but it's never used mm-hmm. in the book. Jack calls no. herself an invert. That's it, an invert. Yeah, I, maybe that's a southern term. So mm-hmm. I don't know because it's like a saf like because I think invert suggests that she's a man because maybe. she loves women the yeah, way so men like love invert, women. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. a sapphist is just a lesbian. Like there's I, no other, there's nothing else attached to it. Either way. Anyway. Um, yeah. I, so I, the two of them are like sitting in their respective seats, pining over each other, but and then finally, not doing anything about it. Yeah. And then finally Molly, like a, like six months later is like, well, I'm going to just check out things in Mrs. Russell's room. This is weird. Oh, here's this note. <laughs> and here's this other letter. And here's all this other shit that I didn't get. I'm going to go visit. Yeah. Don't I'm going to go to New Orleans. Mrs. Russell about this shit. You just found out that you own that farm now. Yeah. You have every opportunity to bring to Mrs. Russell's attention the fact that she has been 
stealing your mail, <laughs> which is a felony. Mm-hmm. Maybe not back in 1918. I think it's no, I think it's always been a huge felony because the postal service was like a big part of the war. But you can hold this over her. You have leverage yeah, yeah, over yeah. this horrible woman who made your life a living hell for the past nine years. Yeah, let alone that she's supposed to be all churchy and shit. Like you could ruin her in the eyes of the community as well. Yeah, because like, so, oh god. And so what does she do? Nothing. She packs nothing. her bag and leaves. She packs her bags and leaves and goes to New Orleans. Drives there. All night and day through the driving rain. And then, <laughs> Uphill, both ways, in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and then gets to New Orleans, sees Jack, and then is like, I love you all this time. Do you think we can we can spend the time together? And I love it how she gets there and then Clyde. Immediately Clyde. Just, yeah, okay. and Clyde is the uncle who Clyde, Mrs. So Russell wants Clyde to marry. Clyde is Mrs. Russell's other son. son yes. And she's like, well, James is dead. Maybe Molly can marry Clyde. This is just her scheming to keep Patrick the at the home and to keep the farm. Because uh-huh. Patrick is Molly's son. Yeah. So she essentially, and Clyde is just like, and then they turn to Patrick or to Clyde and they're just like, well, this is the problem. And these are the things. We don't care about the fucking farm. You can keep it so long as you leave us the fuck alone. And he's like, okay. And yeah, he just leaves. And I was just like, basically. Like, this is, this should be like a big kind of climactic moment in the book. Like, <laughs> All of the story, first, like, well, there's no story really at all, but Uh whatever action exists in this book happens in, like, the last five chapters. I'm like, this is, this, this should be the book. All of this (laughs) crap that you've crammed into maybe 10 pages. Yeah. And then when Clyde shows up at the door, I'm like, like, the writer just. When he he just leaves all of a sudden. She dismisses him. I was like, I was like, really? That's 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 it, it, Clyde? That's That's all all it took? That's all it took? You chase this woman across three states. Like I'm like, what's Mrs. <laughs> Russell gonna say to you? You're obviously not scared enough of Mrs. Russell. Uh, right. <laughs> well, all she cares about is the goddamn farm. So I guess she's happy. But well, oh so my god, this just like I can't. But like we've read some real stinkers, but. I don't think I've ever read a book where literally nothing happens. (laughs) We've read some pretty close ones where almost nothing happens, but like nothing happens. Yeah. Holy shit. When I was thinking about what we were going to say about this book, I was like, there's no sex. No, no, there's one in Jack's past. So Jack has always been attracted to women and she moons over sister Mary, one of the nuns where she went to school. That is true. Yes. Um, who committed suicide oh. and that could have been bigger again yeah i think there's more more to say about that so jack and sister mary have this very brief encounter in which jack essentially goes down on sister mary and then sister mary kicks her out of her room mm-hmm. and that's the end of that and then later on you find out that sister mary committed suicide because she felt terrible about it essentially yes and again, like the writer is just avoiding any and all conflict mm-hmm. by just kind of dismissing that one, like she does with Clyde later mm-hmm. on. It's just like, God. Yep. Yeah, so the real only act, there's that brief interlude with sister mary and then that kiss at the picnic and that's and the that's only it. action in this book that's it and not even at the end not even at the end they don't even fucking hug each other 
I There's know. no like swelling well, music and then has, they run into each other's arms. That doesn't even a, happen. They do get a photo taken of them each other together and they have their, their arms around each other's waists. Ooh, scandalous. <laughs> so I'm like <laughs> And like the men in this book, can we talk about them for a second? They're sure. all useless and weak. <laughs> well, Eric again, like pretty one note, Angus is just he's like a name on a page. Eric, he's He's this injured veteran who feels sorry for himself. Mm-hmm. Then he gets drunk and then he sobers up. And that's yep. the story of Eric. And that's it. And he's pretty <laughs> useless anyway, but he's also weak. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't really do anything. No. Uh, and then there's Mr. James. I find it weird that Molly calls her husband Mr. Mr. James. James. That's bizarre. It might have been a thing in the South. Who knows? But your husband? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to play that either way because I really don't know. Uh, maybe just because he's so much older than she is. Mm. Uh, yeah, like we said, Mama's boy doesn't. But after, so like Molly doesn't love him. He's not a mean person. No, he's actually. It seems to be actually kind of solid. He's okay. And then after he dies, she like, it's she's all like she remembers him very fondly. It's like you didn't really like being married to this person. No. And you regretted saying accepting the ring. Pretty much, and, and then also, ever since I, you accepted his marriage proposal, can we also point out the fact that when she was delivering her son, they basically brought in a butcher to help her deliver her son? Yeah, Jesus Christ! And then she ended up with like a womb infection to the point where it made her sterile. Yeah, and Mother Russell, Mrs. Russell, she's like, "Well, when I delivered my kids, I just got back up and kept walking." It's like, "Fuck you, lady." Well, so and also <laughs> here's my thing is is that like. There are all these potentials in the book for like things to be, you know, plot more, more dramatic. Plot. Yeah, <laughs> dramatic, more plot and like character development and stuff. And like they just get skimmed over these really traumatic, really interesting aspects of these people's lives yeah. are, are just dismissed in like literally a pen stroke. Oh, you want to hear something truly shocking? Oh, what's that? The author has a PhD in English. Wow. <laughs> Obviously, they need to study more. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand how you could study English and then write something so boring. Unless maybe all she ever studied was Thomas Hardy. Christ, that shit is dull. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I don't really have a lot to say about this one, Rachel. Uh, no. There isn't really because nothing happens. I can talk about because nothing, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. It was like I was thinking like les like it had all the great and we had we haven't had a lesbian romance before, so I thought it'd be yeah. interesting at least for the listener. No, there's all kinds of potential there because Molly's really passionate about her music, but everybody gives a shit for it at home. Well, I was hoping at least when they were like, like sitting side by side on the bench, there would be like a hand sliding up the skirt or something. I know there are all kinds of potential for romance, mm. but even then, like when Molly starts sort of coming into her own and finding her voice so to speak uh as a strong independent woman who don't need no man like you accept like maybe the music will start playing a bigger role in the story but no she just she gets despondent and she doesn't play the piano for a while and then she composes a song (laughs) called the storm but we don't learn anything about that she basically as far as i can tell like bashes keys (laughs) the way i play piano right yeah (laughs) or like a five-year-old or a cat Actually, I've heard cats that play it better. <laughs> so, like, there, as I said, so there's, like, potential for the story to develop 
in interesting ways. And the author just like continually just shut, just closes off all of those avenues for plot and drama and conflict and sex. Like it just, and you would expect again, like as these two women are sort of discovering their love for each other, it's like, okay, maybe, yeah, like you're really, you're devoted to your husband and you're devoted to your faith and it's wrong and all this stuff. But again, you can have inner conflict wherein, yeah, like it's you're, a religion thing. You're it's brought like, up to oh. believe that this is wrong, but how can it be wrong when I feel so good and I'm at peace when I'm with this other woman? And like, nope. Yeah, there's nothing. None and it of that. just seems like, and the fact that Eric is so accepting of like yeah. Jack just being a lesbian is just like kind of shocking, I found. Yeah, like he sort of like he jokes about it too but much. But he's like, yeah, but at the it. same time, he's like, you know, you are who you are. Yeah, you do you, babe. You do you. You do you. We got. <laughs> married when we were drunk so <laughs> like and, I, and i'll turn you straight seemed like a good idea at the time <laughs> what the fuck yeah so even though he's like i guess genuinely a good person when he's sober um but yeah like ugh. yeah yep that's that's the summary right there <laughs> do you have any reviews for this book rachel i do i do okay so its rating is 3.38. So on wow. the lower That's side. That's low. Yeah, that is yeah. low. Good. Um, <laughs> it deserves it. Not the, only 13 reviews. Usually um, the other books we've read have just pages and pages of reviews. Well, this is a lesbian one too, so it's more niche That's true. Um, okay, here's one star. I could not finish this book. In <laughs> fact, I was barely able to start it. <laughs> um, I've read better fan fiction. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else do we have here? This one doesn't have any stars. It just says, this was a romance set in rural Texas during the First World War. It was about women gaining their independence, including voting rights. The plot was predictable and often repetitive, you think? Um, plot? <laughs> oh, this was a book club selection. Otherwise, I probably would not have finished it. The main characters are lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a lesbian. but this was, And this was the first book I, that I had read about them. Since there are not many books written about lesbians, this might be an important book for them. I don't know about no, that. I don't think so. No. Um... I started this book as quickly as I finished it. I couldn't get over how bad it was. I knew I wouldn't be able to finish it. I made it only a few chapters in. I can't even give it any stars. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, here's one. Nice enough read. Took too long for them to get together. <laughs> yeah, so on the whole, not overly positive with the reviews on this one. Nope. It was so this book blew. Oh god. Honestly, like I think really it is the worst. You know what the other ones that we've read, they've been like they've been bad for different reasons, but this is the first one that I've like felt like stalled. The whole book was one large yeah. stall. Oh my god, yeah. Like I kept on being like, okay, and then and then when it would bring up, you know, some personal shit in someone's life, I'd be like, oh, okay, here we go, and then it would just be gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's 
It's like an exercise in trying to write around the plot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here's this really interesting story about two women who fall in love. Okay, now I'm just going to cut that part out. (laughs) Here's the rest of the crap. Yeah, you should have included that. Here's what's left. (laughs) All the boring shit nobody wants to read about. Oh, it's like... (laughs) I had the flu, and the flu was almost more pleasurable than this book. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Like, I had nothing better to do, and I could have found something better to do. Jesus. Oh. Yeah. This was bad. Yep. Like, really? Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Really (laughs) bad. <laughs> and the fact that both of us are like, have you finished it? No. I'll read it tomorrow. I'll just read it in the morning. And like I got like I was talking to mom and she's like, What are you doing? I'm like, I have to go finish this shitty lesbian book. <laughs> she's like, lesbian book. I'm like, no, it's not the lesbian thing that bothers me. It's the fact that it's terrible. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have to get the lesbian genre another shot at some point, but Oh, so we definitely far, will, but good. <laughs> Maybe we'll, we can do some research. It's like, best lesbian romance. <laughs> Let's see yeah. what's out there. Oh, God. So bad. So bad. So bad. And you, like, you, you try and give it, like, you try and give it the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, you kind of get into it and you're like, okay, maybe, maybe it'll go. And then as soon as you realize, like, it's never going to pick up, you're like, I only have, like, 75 pages left. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'd rather just punch myself in the face. Yeah. Throw myself down some stairs. How did you hurt yourself? I was trying to get out of reading this book. <laughs> she has a bunch of others. I don't think I'm going to bother. Although it looks like the story. Oh, no. This one is set in Paris. I thought maybe their story continued in Paris, but yeah. no, it's set in 1972. So. Definitely not those two. Yep. So anyway, I got nothing. Uh, no, I guess not. Eh? Short episode. Yeah, I know. Well, what else? Like, what is there to talk about? And (laughs) when I was honestly, like, when I was thinking about what we were gonna say, I'm like, this is gonna be a short one because there's nothing to talk about on this one. Yeah, we can talk about other books we've read. What else have you been reading? (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) um yeah i get well (laughs) thanks for joining us for this i don't i guess yeah short but sweet episode short but sweet episode i was trying to think of like a clever way to describe like a tiny little episode Mm -hmm. Um, a vignette but my words have (laughs) failed me (laughs) obviously not our author who took 400 oh. pages to do this. God. Is that how long? Because I was reading on... No, it was 340 pages. Good God, really? Yep. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. And then at the God. end of you read it, she's like, and I and I researched this. And I'm like, you what? Oh yeah, the author's not the back. So a lot of these people are based... A lot of the characters are based on real people. Yeah. Um, Which, okay, that's nice enough. Yeah, uh, and a couple of like re- true historical figures as well. I would have been more curious to read about the ant, right? In New York, who works yeah. in a lab. Yeah, yeah. 
the medical is based on like a real person who has medical journals from like 1960 to like 1925 or something or no the 50s maybe yeah like much more interesting yeah let's read about her (laughs) she's probably got some cool shit to say yeah oh my god uh so i guess i think think we're gonna take a break over the holidays Uh i think so um i guess enjoy this enjoy the season whatever you're doing and wherever you are you have anything you want to no 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 (laughs) you're done no i hate this book (laughs) (laughs) i'm talking to the listener now oh okay anyway (laughs) sure happy happy holidays there you go okay so we will see you soon uh until then try to keep it sexy I, I don't even have anything to say because I'm, I'm even bored just thinking about this book. <laughs> oh, until next time, I've been Rachel. And I've been Shelly. And I guess we'll see you. See you later. <laughs> see you never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After this. This is the book that brings down the show. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Way to ruin it. So fucking bad. <laughs> painful. Uh, we have one review by me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you gave us five stars. I did. <laughs> <laughs>